Hello, and welcome to another episode of How to Do Drugs. I am your host, Aliyah Janine, and today I have Lindsay Jennings. Hey. Hello, comedian, <laughs> suicide girl, OnlyFans, um, one of my faves. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> hey, thank you for having me. Yes, yes. Um, I definitely wanted you on because um, I know besides, you know, um, kind of doing sex work, right? You do um, OnlyFans. I'm not sure if you're a dancer or not. I mean, you have a bunch of money behind you. I love the background. <laughs> um, <laughs> Thanks. But, My room's a mess, so. <laughs> but, 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 like, like webcamming and stuff like that. And then um, Suicide Girls, which is always known, you know, for like nude modeling. And then you also do comedy, um, which is how we actually met. Everyone's like, do you know who Lindsay Jennings is? Like, you need to know who she is. Oh, um, I love that. Uh, yeah they're like you guys would get along I'm like just because like we both may suck dick on film doesn't mean we go to be friends you know what I mean exactly I hate when people (laughs) say that to me when they're like oh you would love her and I'm like will I it makes me not want to like the person I know I know that's like fucked up but yeah that's cute that's cute I'm like do you get along with all comedians no no you do not no but (laughs) it is funny how people categorize things like that. like yeah she's got tattoos and colorful hair you guys would be perfect for you yeah <laughs> you guys are great you both like you do comedy and you both like show your boobies so like it's you guys yeah. get along. <laughs> don't you guys all get exactly. along wait you guys don't all like touch boobies together i thought that was like mandatory <laughs> yeah. uh, only half of us do right <laughs> <laughs> depending on what we are on that day now um (laughs) so I am just we're just gonna get right into it obviously alcohol and weed right those are things that you probably tried at a at a fairly young age like when was the first time that like you got stoned oh my god I really can remember the first time I got stoned sorry I feel like my (laughs) camera is uh not it keeps like my ring light thing is uh it's weak it's limp it's like it's, it's like, like a holding on dude going. mine is like yeah mine is barely <laughs> it's just like a clamp thing so I have no control over it and I'm just like okay <laughs> well yours is staying fine mine just keeps moving um no okay the first I can remember the first time I got high because I was one of those people before I smoked weed who was like, why do you have to smoke weed to have fun? And now I, <laughs> after, the, after the first day I smoked weed, I have not stopped since. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, yeah, I was annoying. I had like a lot. I remember because my boyfriend smoked weed uh, at the time and I made like a live journal entry about it. I remember like just saying like, and then um. Anyway, I remember that like my first time seeing weed, they ate mm-hmm. it on pizza, which is like also not how you got you get high, you know? Yeah. They just like put sprinkled it on pizza like it was oregano. Um, but no, yeah, the first time I got high, I had a quite a uh, emotional experience. It was an emotional roller coaster because I was really high and happy and had a great time and I was like you know I feel like when you first start smoking weed you feel like you're hallucinating even though like you're probably not but like mm-hmm. it's way more intense than it is when you've been smoking for years so I remember like thinking I just remember I was like uh think I in my mind when I had my eyes closed it was like Super Mario and so I remember saying I can't believe I've been living my life with two bricks on my face (laughs) 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 and I just felt like I had bricks on my face apparently and then uh I I found out that my boy because I 
didn't want my boyfriend to smoke weed. I told mm-hmm. him I wasn't gonna, I wasn't gonna date him. We were only dating for like a month at this point, but I was like, I'm not gonna date you if you do drugs and smoke weed. How old I was were 15, you? 15. 15. 15. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then six six months later, I'm a full-on drug addict. But <laughs> um, yeah, no, I was like, I'm not gonna date somebody who who does drugs, you know. So uh I finally, he convinced me to try it. And he said it would be his first time smoking in a long time, saying that he hadn't been smoking. And then when we got high, his friend Patrick, who's still my friend, was like, uh, hey, Anthony, remember when we did this last night about something that we were doing? Because they they made a bong out of a beaker from uh, science class. And they- yes. (laughs) yeah they attached two hoses from like home depot or something and so i put both of them in my mouth and then that's when patrick was like oh remember when we did that last night and i definitely put them in my nose at some point too i don't know yeah like i just immediately was like a very intense pothead (laughs) and then they were like remember we did that last night so then i got into a huge fight with my boyfriend because i lied (laughs) <laughs> he lied exactly it's not even the fact that he did it it's that he lied and then uh so I was going in and out of being like happy and Mario and crying <laughs> very very dramatic very very dramatic experience that's um yeah. we have a couple other experiences with a um, Mario um on this podcast myself and then my girlfriend Ashley um Mario seems to be a theme when people are fucked up uh, for some reason. Mario Kart, because we were driving. Um, it's they totally were on drugs making that game or they like drugs because the mushroom yeah. makes you the mushroom makes you have more powers. Yeah. You know, you get more lives and stuff. So it mm-hmm. just it just makes sense. It just makes yeah. Sense. Yeah, it does. Um, I mean, a lot of those cartoons like Scooby-Doo. And yeah. Stuff like that. OK, so pot was oh, yeah. so pot was kind of a gateway drug for you then. I guess so. Um, was, it, was it the horrible cliche where it's like, oh, well, what else does this do? So what was the second drug that you tried? Uh, yeah, I hate to say that it was gateway, but yeah, I guess it was. Because <laughs> would I have tried those other drugs? I don't know. Um, okay, let's think. <laughs> there was a point where we would trap my friend's alcoholic. I had a friend who I kind of like grew up with who lived down the street. And it, that was like, I mean of course my parents aren't perfect but like they're like really good people who are mm-hmm. not drug addicts or whatever and yeah. then I would go to the didn't want, let me watch scary movies when I was four you know which is yeah. pretty normal and uh I would go to their house and then we were allowed to watch scary movies and just like like that's where we did all our fucked up things yeah. um anyway yeah so my friend's alcoholic mom always had different pills you know prescribed to her so we okay. definitely fucked around with with those we tried her Ambien and Suboxone I remember I got soup I took Suboxone in school first of all obviously that's like I mean we didn't know what the fuck it was but yeah I don't know what it's that one for is if you don't know what it is it's for it's for recovering heroin addicts which oh. also apparent there's a whole yeah there's a lot about <laughs> so it's kind of like a methadone kind of thing like I know what method, methadone is I, exactly so oh, it's okay. it's what is that called sublingual when you put it under your tongue okay you know what I'm talking about and so you're supposed to let it dissolve in your mouth but we didn't know that so we just took it so we got so fucking sick from it um and I just remember I was in first period and I can remember this like nerd kid was like are you all right you look like a ghost (laughs) and I was like I don't know 
And then I had to like not go to the nurse because I didn't want to tell them oh, I took drugs and I took my friend's mom's drugs. Yeah. So I just remember like being outside with my boyfriend uh, and he was like taking care of me and the security guard was like, what's going on? And we we're like, ah. Um, so I remember that. I remember taking Ambien and like we used to play Ouija board all the time. I remember taking Ambien and like just hallucinating and <laughs> my friend saw a witch's hand go over my hand while we were playing the Ouija board and she saw nice. a bunch of fucking gnomes and shit (laughs) um and then probably ecstasy was probably the one that might have been the second drug I did because I can't remember the order because that's what happens when you do drugs a lot of them yeah but (laughs) so ecstasy was like the best you know next thing and then mushrooms also yeah how old were you when you tried ecstasy I must have been 16 I think probably same boyfriend almost tried (laughs) of course (laughs) almost tried everything with him and yeah he was the one who like ended up being like a real act like I would say I wouldn't say I ever had I was never like a drug addict had a problem but I've definitely like had times where it was Mm -hmm. close yeah um but I was you know responsible never like ruined my life over it he was you know the kind that ended up ruining his life over it I apparently he's much better now though has like a family and stuff um but I pretty much tried every drug with him (laughs) what'd you say (laughs) no I said oh that's good that like he's got a family (laughs) and so it's good that he cleaned up and stuff yeah I I mean age helps with that like growing up and getting responsibilities and stuff like that can change people some people not all people Yeah. Plus his parents were like extreme drug addicts. I actually, that's a whole other story, but I watched his mom. I watched his mom overdose uh, in high school when I was like 16. And then like six months later, she was like taking me, no, what am I talking about? Not six months later, literally the next time I saw her, Mm -hmm. she was take. it was like Thanksgiving. I remember. And she was taking me to go get ecstasy. (laughs) But she was like, um, she was telling me to you know how she because she basically tried to kill herself but she was like you know telling me how you shouldn't try to kill, don't try to kill yourself it's not worth it mm-hmm. don't do drugs she she ended up dying from drugs actually but um, that's that's a deep one but yeah. uh both both my boyfriends were named anthony one okay. of the, one of them the one that i lost my virginity to years later ended up dying from heroin um what was I going to say about that? (laughs) Did you ever try heroin? Yes. And I I was going to say that sometimes I forget and I think that the other one died because it just seems like he would have died. (laughs) That's that's where that thought, the whole train came from. Yeah. So I like forget about him sometimes because he doesn't have social media or anything. So I'm like, wait, out of sight, out of mind kind of thing. I get it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So... Yes, I tried heroin a couple times and luckily I never shot up, but I, like snorting or um yeah, I like lines of it. Yeah. I sniffed it three times and only because my like my drug of choice by that point, this is when mm-hmm. I'm like 17 or 18. By mm-hmm. that point, my drug of choice was cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, weed weed was always number one. Weed yeah. became a constant, consistent every day kind of thing after mm-hmm. I started um but yeah so anyway I had a friend who would want to do drugs with me and she would offer to buy them but she would want to do heroin so then sometimes we would end up <laughs> doing heroin instead of cocaine 
yes but also i'd be like mm, i don't really want to do that can we get coke so then she would just get both so then we would end up doing both which is a deadly combination yeah no that's definitely i mean that's the couple of times i tried it i actually i was doing a bunch of cocaine and i thought that it was um cocaine and it was not <laughs> cocaine did, that- did some that happens that that happened to my friend too and i'm like that's yeah. such a fucked up thing to do to somebody like give them yeah. a line oh, and just yeah, not tell no. them what it is it like everybody's a... gonna assume it's cocaine dude <laughs> yeah you can't just bust out yeah so after that experience i was always like i always did a taste test of every line i mean you, you live and you learn you know what i mean when in that as long as you survive you learn a lesson and move on <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i definitely I definitely do a taste too, but I think that's just because I prefer uh, nummies to nummies. like sniffing. I don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> what do you call it? Everybody calls it something different. It's like some people call it nummies. I always, yeah, uh, nummies. I always called it the nummies, um, but I haven't done nummies um, in a long time, mainly because like the cocaine has never been good enough for me to do nummies with. See, uh, I'm disgusting. I'll just like keep, like my mouth will be completely numb and I'll just keep <laughs> doing it. It's sick. It's like, it's just, it's crazy, honestly. Like, and I like, don't it- mind it, but um, I mean, cause I also smoke Newport 100s. And so like after, you know, there'll be like a little bit, like after, you know, I'll put a little bit, but um. Yeah, because then it will like freeze like the like my gums and stuff like that. I'm definitely gonna need to get like dentures or like implants. Or oh something. my god! Oh my god! Yeah, I, I've worried about that before. I'm like, <sighs> just, um, I mean, um, I, I didn't have... do with that much meth, but um, it's just my family. We all have shit teeth, so I'm like, oh okay. <laughs> Me too. My family all has shit teeth too, and like they look fine, but they yeah. are filled with fillings. So many fillings. <laughs> I only have a so couple of fillings. I just have like my gums are rising, I guess. I also smoke cigarettes, so that um is probably a big factor. Maybe I'll get mouth cancer next. <laughs> How about that one? That would be a fun one. Oh like... no. I I <laughs> oh, no. I, I did have a receding um <laughs> oh, receding what one? no 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 what were you saying? I... Receding one. I had a receding gum line because I had a um, piercing right here. What is that called? The Madonna or something like that? Or the Maryland? Um, Isn't that the Maryland? Maryland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Maryland. And um, what's it called? I noticed that my gum was receding from it. That I pierced myself on ecstasy. So it brings it (laughs) brings it back around. (laughs) Back around. Oh my god! I like I used to pierce my own nose, like because um. Back in my day, they had at like Walgreens these at-home piercing guns. And so like yeah. I did all of my ears at the same time. Like I have like 13 and 12, like two of them, like my parents got me, but yeah, the rest of them. And I did them all at the same time. And I'm like, why aren't they healing? And like, so obviously took them out because they were infected, but um, I could still put stuff in them, which is so fucking insane. Yeah, I have like three or four fucking from my nose. I mean, I got probably because like those, those things are like thick. You know, they're they're like the sharp earring and right. Yeah, they just it. push it through. I mean, I'm yeah. like, you just touch me wrong and I'll fucking scar. Uh, <laughs> it's so oh my god! Oh I did, this but thing. I was super fucked up when I did that. I was like, I could do this because like inflicting pain on yourself is kind of hard unless you're 
really fucking psychotic or you're fucked up <laughs> yeah yeah well I was definitely fucked up because I was doing the piercings even before the drugs but like I I uh ordered I ordered a bunch of piercing equipment online so I was like doing it legit I feel like this was like before YouTube it was like to the Maybe it was like when YouTube first started or something, but I was watching videos on like, there was like websites and I watched mm-hmm. videos of like how to pierce. And oh, I pretended, <laughs> I pretended to be like a, a tattoo shop and I ordered wholesale from a website. I like got one of those like Visa uh, gift cards from the mall. Yeah. And I, and I used that and uh, pretended to be oh a tattoo God. shop. So I had a piercing business in high school. I got, I actually got suspended for like a month for it. Yeah, um, that's hilarious. <laughs> we use like fucking safety pins and shit like that. We use um, well, the cheerleading squad when we were, we didn't have the internet when we were in high school. <laughs> <laughs> I did that Ooh, before I got my that. piercing. I was piercing myself already. And then I was like, I'm just going to get equipment because we did these. I still have all my earrings. I have like, yeah. I, at one point I had like 20 or more in each. I yeah. still have like eight, 18 <laughs> in each. And um, we just took the dull earrings. We didn't even have those guns. We just shoved the dull earrings oh, through our ears. Did you use the potato? My, no, we no? we were like so nonchalant about it. We probably didn't even sanitize our hands at that point. Like I remember yeah. my, it was my friend who with alcoholic parents. I remember walking down the street and uh, meeting her because we would meet each other halfway. And, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, by the way, I need you to just shove this earring in here real quick. And she would just, I remember her just <laughs> do piercing my ear just on the street. And we also did it on the school bus. I pierced her nipple on the school oh, bus. <laughs> yeah, it was like, stuff you have to be careful though. Cause like, I guess with your tongue, like there's different nerve endings and shit that you can't. Oh yeah, no, I was honestly really good. I never had anybody had a problem. One girl like bled a lot. She also smoked a million cigarettes right after, which I told her not to. Um, yeah, that's and she got paranoid. She got, she got panicked and like went to the doctor, and they were like, "Well, just it's fine, just leave it in." Um, <laughs> you wanted it that bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, don't go through it, all of that. But besides her, I never had, any, I never had any tongues bleed. I did like hundreds of tongues. I looked out for the veins. Um, but <laughs> the nipple thing on the bus was definitely dangerous. But we, I remember specifically like having her nipple clamped already. We were like, we put, we do the marker dots. Yeah, yeah, it. yeah. Oh, and then yeah. when we waited till the bus stopped and then the bus stopped and I went (laughs) like literally on the way to school (laughs) oh my god I'm sure that um if we had access to that kind of stuff we probably would have done (laughs) the exact same fucking thing kids are fucking teenagers are insane like insane like insane um I think that the legal like adult age should be 21 instead of 18 Uh, oh (laughs) I I agree and it's also like let's make the age the same for everything like if you can shoot a gun at 18 you should be able to have a drink (laughs) yeah don't you think (laughs) yeah no that's definitely a big factor um yeah you're you're able to go to war because you're more malleable you know they could fucking like train you to be these Mm. little fucking zombies yeah, you exactly. should be allowed to have a fucking to have a goddamn drink. Um, so you actually <laughs> like so you started doing like some pretty heavy drugs like still in high school, pretty young. Um, did that continue yeah. on throughout your life, or did you like slow down? Because like I know when I was younger, it was definitely like an experimental stage where I'm like, I want to do it. You know, I did a bunch, and then as I got, it's like when I turned 21, it's like all of a sudden I was like 
I stopped doing cocaine. Like I just smoked weed and I drank. <laughs> yeah, I definitely, I went through a similar experience. I remember when I turned 21, I wasn't even really drinking that much. I was like, cause I was drink. I drank like crazy out of high school, you know, cause graduation yeah. parties. So like, I'd say this summer that I started driving when I, when I was in 11th grade. So like going into my senior year is mm -hmm. when I started to like really party. Cause my sister's grade graduated so they were all having graduation parties you know yeah. the grade above us so that's when you start drinking and then I was one of those people I literally have a shitty beer pong cup I still haven't covered <laughs> um, because people would call it elbows so I got it on my elbow it's so stupid um and yeah so I was one of those people who kept a beer pong set up and beer in my car in my trunk like that's would be drinking <laughs> drinking warm beer it was disgusting um so now I don't drink beer anymore I ruined it for myself because I would drink warm beer out of my trunk all the time yeah like every once in a while I could do beer but I can only have like one or two and then I'm like yeah okay I yeah, can taste know. it like I like a sip I like to like I like the smell of it I like like fancy beers mm -hmm. but I cannot have a full beer I can't do it no yeah I, I don't like I could do like I'll drink a corona like if I'm you know out working or whatever I'll have to yeah because I'm like oh I do wine not gonna get me as drunk no because wine fucks me up now so I'm like yeah me too <laughs> wine fucks me up <laughs> I just get fucking wasted on podcasts out of fucking comedy clubs and say terrible things and then yeah just fucked up on fucking Sauvignon <laughs> Blanc like who the fuck is wasted on Sauvignon <laughs> this bitch this white bitch that's who <laughs> so I yeah love, i love it yeah so when i want to stay sober i'll drink corona because that won't get me <laughs> drunk like you have to drink so many of them and right then, and then i'm always having to go pee um oh my god and that's the worst i always have to pee i always have to pee <laughs> constantly especially after you break that seal it's just like, yeah fuck and then if you're doing cocaine too and then it's like well, am well I then going you're to... just, you don't even have to pee. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, fuck. Well, sometimes I'm like, do I have to pee or do I just want to do more cocaine? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I, th I think like my, because I literally have to pee. Like I could pee every 20 minutes, probably. I'm a pee on the hour, every hour kind of person. Like yeah. if I'm going somewhere, I know I'm going to have to pee. And, and I also <laughs> just, I like can't seem to do anything without having, I literally have four drinks right here. Uh, without having coffee and water, I have to have yeah, coffee I have and water. My, my, I have, I'm drinking in. apple juice. I'm drinking my apple yes, juice. Yes, <laughs> I have my I have my green juice. All my drinks are some for some reason blending in with the background. Uh, my Dunkin' Donuts <laughs> coffee. It's it's ridiculous. Um but cocaine did become my drug of choice. And um, again at my alcoholic friend parents. Mm -hmm. My my friend's house with the alcoholic parents. I should just come up with a different name because I can't. I keep saying that. <laughs> my, name, my neighbor. I'll just say my neighbor <laughs> down the street. Uh, they. I remember the first time I did cocaine because her sister was selling it with her boyfriend, mm -hmm. and so it was like super cut with uh, creatine, like oh. some sort of protein. Oh, yeah. yeah, which protein. is a, it's at least it's at least better than doing like laxatives, you know. Yeah. Um I agree. <laughs> <laughs> or god knows what else fentanyl, but um yeah, so we we got some shitty cocaine and we tried it, I remember, and we just we it was okay, actually, it was a a little deeper than that, but I remember that my, my ex-boyfriend at the time, it was one of the Anthony's. <laughs> one of the, <laughs> the Anthony's. one that the one, the one the that's one still alive. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he would grab he like I had never done coke in my life, and he would 
because he, it turns out he was doing it, of course. He was just, and he was cheating on me. You know, he was just suspicious of all the things that he was doing. So he would think I was cheating on him, think that I was doing cocaine. I remember him grabbing my face and licking up my nostril because he thought I was doing cocaine. <laughs> and I was like, it. Yeah, it was, I was like, that's pretty smart, but <laughs> but that's disgusting. And no, I don't do cocaine. You do. Um, anyway, and then I ended up trying it. And I remember, so I, I was lying to him about it. And we had bought it for someone. Like mm-hmm. we, our friend want our friend wanted it. So she gave us a hundred dollars. We bought it for her. And we were like, yeah, we'll just um, you know, we'll just try a little bit. And then obviously, <laughs> you know how cocaine goes <laughs> be like, Sorry, so we, we just did it. all of her cocaine <laughs> and, no, and we, had her money we're so, we're so fucked up no we gave her ta- we gave her crushed up tylenol that's how <gasps> fucked up we are oh, we fucking gave God. that's um yeah my ex this is gonna get me in trouble <laughs> i mean I'm, I'm sort of the statue of limitations has definitely had passed no my um ex when i was a raver um he used to sell bunk pills, um, ecstasy pills every once in a while. <laughs> yeah, might as well at a rave. Like, no, they're not. What are they going to Yeah, do? Like, no. So also. They're not going to see you again. Also huge pieces of shit. But we had karma um, come and kick us in the ass. But my also, ex- also, it's almost better that I gave them Tylenol. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. Actually, you should just do Tylenol and not cocaine. But sniffing Tylenol is probably pretty painful yeah um well i used to like there was times when we would take like ephedrine you know like what is that again it's like the caffeine pills or whatever um Mm. like the super caffeine pills like or no dose like um i used to work like third shift at a truck stop so they always had all those types of like fucking yeah so we would fucking crush them up and in this, um, at this truck stop, they had like the main building, you know, where they had like the gas cars and then they had like the side part for all the semi trucks. And there- Wait, inside- where did you live when you were oh, in the Wisconsin, truck stop? Oh, in Wisconsin, in Wisconsin. Oh, wow. And, um, and so this part inside, there was no camera. So me and my girlfriend, Brenda, we used to like, we didn't have Coke or something. Like, we would fucking pop <laughs> up a bunch of fucking ephedrine or no dose and that would just oh god make your eyes walk and just the taste of it like i could literally uh, oh like i will never forget that taste yeah just disgusting. oh my god oh my god yeah i've definitely sniffed things that i shouldn't have that like tasted like shit but you just want to get high uh yeah oh yeah. my <laughs> yeah um it's funny though, because then like a year, either like a year or like a year and a half later, it must have been like a year later because I was still in high school. I was in gym class with this other girl and we were talking about cocaine and, mm-hmm. she, and we were talking and then she mentioned, she told me a story about going to the girl who we, who we got the Coke, the Tylenol for. Yeah. She was like, yeah. She was like, oh, I went to her house. She said she had cocaine and it was not cocaine. And I was like, oh, and I ended up telling that girl, I was like, dude, I'm so sorry. You sniffed Tylenol. <laughs> I was like, I gave that shit to her. I am sorry. <laughs> Kids are really shady that way. though. Too. We did. I remember we, we made a girl smoke oregano too, but that was, we, we, we definitely did that. There was definitely an oregano <laughs> thing. I remember some of my friends, I mean, they were just really dumb and they just found found mushrooms out in the middle of the woods and decided oh to smoke them 
and that <laughs> was real real bad for their lungs and like they ended up like in the hospital like on respirators and shit oh like that. my god yeah because they yeah they picked it I don't, I don't know what type of mushrooms but apparently they weren't supposed to fucking smoke them and it fucked them up <laughs> oh were they like poisonous or oh i think maybe one of the dudes was like allergic to just mushrooms or something oh. you know what i mean and so oh smoking my god it, yeah, and there was another kid because in Wisconsin there's a lot of binge drinking and stuff like that, especially in high school. I mean, yeah, like yeah, we used to just drink copious amounts, just like insane amounts. Like I would, yeah, like I would die now if I drank as much as I did when I was like <laughs> sixteen. It's, it's oh yeah, true. it's true. Like I can have four glasses of wine and I am fucking hammered now. If I dude, me too, hammered just waste and if I try because I used to drink three bottles of wine in a night you know and shots and now I'm like four, I'm good thank you there's one bottle oh, yeah. and, and then I feel and like that's when I want cocaine away. then yeah and then I'm like, like I need to so I try not like I'm like I'll have three yeah me too I'm wine. trying to avoid I'm trying to avoid getting to that point because once I do I'm, the night is gone and we are either <laughs> We're either getting fast food and texting a bunch of dudes, yeah. uh, trying to get somebody to come over, or we are getting coke and we're up till 10 a.m. the next day. So yeah. I actually, I actually, uh, I have a joke about quitting cocaine, but like mm-hmm. I had never, I had never actually quit cocaine when I had, when I was doing that joke. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I actually now have That's really, truly included. quit. But for now, I'm like, I'm, I, cause I just got to a point where it wasn't like a fun thing anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, it's cool if it's fun, but if you're doing it and it's not fun and you're like in you're your room doing, by yourself, yeah, then it's yeah not... in your room by yourself or like, like I, cause I found myself and I, I was really good for the whole, uh, quarantine the be- mm-hmm. in the beginning. I found some old cocaine that was like in a safe. And then you're like, it was well, in a safe in my room. That's hilarious. I, I, I did not because I'm at my parents' house in New York, mm-hmm. and I had been living. I had been living in LA. I didn't even. Rem- I thought maybe there was money in the safe. Like I went you're to go check because that, right. that's what I got the safe for for money for cash. Yeah. Didn't, <laughs> no money in there. Just half a bag of cocaine. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, I don't even remember. It was at least four years old. So I did that, of course. Of course. Um, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, it was decent. And I actually made it last three days, which was crazy. I, I like did just like amounts, little, but... like little micro bumps or whatever. Just yeah, like, but I am normally I am not a person who can do micro bumps. And so mm-hmm. like I had anyway, I was so good the entire pandemic. And I'm going to try to talk lower because I am still at my parents. <laughs> <laughs> I, but I actually I ended up telling my mom that I did that cocaine because I was like, uh what's it called she was I, my nose was all stuffy and she was like oh my god I hope you don't have coronavirus I was like I don't have it and then she was like oh how are you so sure and I was like oh, I did cocaine okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like I'm sorry but it was in my safe I, and I'm bored and so your parents I had um, I sorry. stayed up all no it's okay I stayed up all night that night and like watched the sunrise with her <laughs> oh, your mom stayed up with you your mom no stayed, no no oh like she won't she wakes up that early oh. you know and and it was that my dog had gotten a leg surgery and it was the first day that my dog could like run free on her own because she was healed yeah and so we we like we're like oh let's go watch her you know let her off the leash for the first time mm-hmm. and then um we let her off the leash and I was you know just fucked up on cake but this is what made me be like okay I really cannot do this anymore the fact that I went outside with my mom watched the sunrise had like 
two hours of like not doing cocaine. And then mm-hmm. I still came back and did more cocaine. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, I could have just like tried to go to sleep. And then, you know, then you're up for like four more hours, just fucking completely miserable wanting yeah. more. And it, it was a situation where I, um, <laughs> got drunk doing like a zoom show had a good set decided mm-hmm. to celebrate of course, of course. <laughs> I'm like oh my god so I and I had for some reason I think I just was trying to be good I don't and I didn't want to do that at my parents I was like for some yeah. reason the whole the whole quarantine I was really not like getting it and then I just decided oh let me see if my drug dealer will drop it off and he did and I was like fuck so I deleted his number after that day because I was like I don't want to have the access to it because I thought I had to go to him yeah so and I and I didn't because maybe if I had I didn't have a car at that time maybe if I Mm -hmm. did I would have been doing it more but um thank god I didn't anyway so that's that's now I'm a that was December 28th. So. There you go. No, that's a good job. Yeah. This past 14, I mean, people have already heard, but yeah, no, that's all I did this past. <laughs> really? Really? This, I did well, a lot of mushrooms and a lot of acid. And then, yeah. Cocaine. And good. I was doing it. I was drinking like, cause I'm always thought like drinking at home by yourself. That means you're an alcoholic. I'm normally mm-hmm. never, even when I lived in Wisconsin, I never really drank at home unless we were having a party. But now you're something. allowed to. But I'm like, well, now there's nothing else to do. Yeah. So like, there's like one time I got myself so drunk, I woke up in my own bathroom and I'm like, I was serving myself and I did that. (laughs) (laughs) One star. It was very bad. Yeah. But yeah, I'm like, I have nothing else to do. I'm like, and the world is kind of like in flux. I'm like, it was totally reasonable, you know, like it's like the world is so crazy. And and I was like, I wasn't hurting anybody. Like my bills were paid. You know what I mean? (laughs) Exactly. I'm like, I'm like, let's just get fucked up. (laughs) I'm like, and now, like, now I'm like being more obviously, like, I haven't done it in months. Now that it's been a year, we're like, okay, maybe this isn't something we can continue. I'm like, I mean, well, yeah, not an entire fucking year. Like, it was pretty much just the summer for me, you know, it was was a summer thing kind of for me. And then, yeah, I was like, okay, now start a fucking podcast and like, you know, starting to do more wow. shows and stuff like you're that. like, instead of doing drugs, I'm just going to talk about them on my podcast. Yeah, <laughs> This works out so much. It's so much healthier for me. <laughs> Although I did like, I don't like, I do a lot of acid and I like mushrooms, but those aren't, um, those aren't like addictive. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm no. not like doing they it every count. weekend. <laughs> yeah. Um, I haven't yeah. done either of those actually for a while. Um, either, as I just said, but I did pick up a bunch and my guy who makes me all my stuff he's like so I made these candies that have um it's like 50% acid and then like 50% like mushrooms and I was just oh my god (laughs) that sounds terrifying (laughs) well because like I've I've totally mixed that like I've been on acid and like smoked DMT you know like I've definitely yeah I've done small amounts at the same time yeah yeah. Yeah. No, I was like, I'm like, let's experiment with this stuff. Um, cause that's, I've been, how doing was it? Oh my God. It was amazing. Like <laughs> it was like one of my favorite, like I want to smoke DMT all day, every day. Like it's so great. Cause like, it doesn't, last I've never long. smoked. Oh my God. It's great. Like it only, that's lasts. one drug I have not done. Yeah. Okay. Well, we definitely, we should definitely try that for you. <laughs> try to get you some DMT. I'm like, so tried it. My I friend had a, mm-hmm. Oh no, go ahead. Sorry. I think we have like a little lag going on. So it's like people start talking at the same time. Sorry. Um, no, uh, my friend had a DMT vape pen. Have Mm -hmm. you ever seen those? Have you done those? 
No, not the pens. I'm like, I don't know if I trust the pen. I don't trust it either. I feel like it can't be the same experience. But my friend was like moving into her apartment in LA and we were like looking through boxes and she was like, oh, here's my miscellaneous drug box. You want to try DMT? I was like, I cannot do that so spontaneously. Like, I wish I could, but like if you had cocaine, fine. But like, I cannot just be like, yeah, let me smoke DMT right now. I need to be prepared (laughs) for that. I feel like. Uh, Well, yeah, yeah. It's definitely one of those things that you want to be mentally prepared for, but it doesn't, um, it doesn't last that long. It only lasts like maybe 15, like 10 to 15, maybe 20 minutes, depending, you know. Right. But doesn't it feel like a long time? Not necessarily. No, no, um, not like when you're on mushrooms, you know, where we're yeah. like, where it seems like you live like 900 lives and it's <laughs> been an hour, you know, what I mean, yeah. it, it's yeah. not like that. Um, at, at least, at least not for me. Like I had tried it once when I was younger, but I was super fucked up on like ecstasy and a bunch of stuff. So I don't think that like, I really got the full effect of it. And so strange uh. that, that like, I never even really tried to like get it anywhere else and it wasn't until you know this past summer they were talking about it I'm like dude yeah I want to like do that again (laughs) yeah yeah and then I got some and now I have some DMT dealers from um from Twitter because I just tweeted out I'm like I need DMT (laughs) yeah and it's I mean I got like at least every coke well at least like five coke dealers that are in New York City because like I was tweeting about cocaine because I'm fucking psycho and then people are like, That's I have this so guy and I have this funny. guy. Oh my God. Guy. Yeah. I'm no. surprised no one thinks you're a cop. <laughs> well, I I'm a verified, like- I'm a verified account. And if they Google me, yeah. like they see my tits. Um, so they're, yeah, like, they're like, all right, she's good. <laughs> definitely not a narc. Definitely. <laughs> but you would be a good person for, for the narcs to hire then. Oh my God. I'm, a great yeah. cop. <laughs> I'm literally, well, I'm a really good person to just give your drugs to like, if the cops are around, cause I have a degree in police science I mean you're a white lady too but also just being a white lady I also (laughs) have a degree in police science so like I'm an extra Karen when it comes to like cops and shit so I'm like just give me all your drugs they ain't fucking with me (laughs) all right I'm gonna only get fucked up with you from now on (laughs) I'm very safe I'm like just give it to me they ain't gonna fuck with me Uh, (laughs) oh oh that reminds me I have another good drug story uh the only time I've ever done meth intentionally i'm pretty sure i've done it a million okay. times in, in my cocaine <laughs> but yeah, the, sometimes they I, would mix it in a little i mean i used to mix it on purpose but i'm crazy oh my god yeah so i um i like was certain because i was like i've done coke and i've done this other this coke and i'm like this seems like something's wrong like i felt like it was like meth and then uh kind of so i maybe like a little just like the way i felt and the way i was like oh, up okay. for so long and crazy mm-hmm. um so, so I, uh, and I had done Adderall and I know it's like semi-similar, um, Adderall, I can, I cannot do Adderall. It fucks me up way more than Coke. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah. So anyway, so I was at a show, I did a show at this like LGBT bar in some random town in Long Island. And, uh, what's it called? I asked the DJ if he had a line and he was like, of what? And I was like, okay, so you don't have cocaine. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And then he was like, um, uh, he was like, no, but I have meth. And I was like, Uh, all right (laughs) because I was like you know what I want to try it to see if it seems like I've done it before and then I did it and I was like oh yeah I've done this before yeah but (laughs) well it also has um, a very distinct taste to it too it's mm, definitely 
if you've been doing a bunch of coke you may not know but like because i used yeah. to yeah used to do a lot of meth and yeah in chicago god damn it so much so yeah the, <laughs> so the taste like i'm thinking about i'm like actually we kind of did a lot of meth Aaliyah. so then i didn't do it yet um mm-hmm what's it called I hadn't done it yet and it w- he gave it to me in a receipt like mm-hmm. folded up in a receipt and I put it in my purse and then the, the place got raided by cops because they had underage drinking there um so I fucking anyway the cops literally searched everyone in my circle mm-hmm. um and it was the one time that I brought my little brother to a show with me and I was like oh my god I'm gonna get arrested when I have my little bro- brother with me and my mom and by little I mean he's like now he's 29 you know mm-hmm. like he's we and I, at the, I think at the time I was like 27 he's just younger than me yeah mm-hmm. he's my little brother but yeah so he was like 25 or something I'm not doing math correctly right now but <laughs> um so I just was like oh my god I'm gonna get fucking arrested with fucking meth in my purse <laughs> and then um anyway I just was like very uh respectful to Mm -hmm. her it was a female cop she was searching everyone Mm -hmm. and I had my purse like right here my armpit you know and I just was like oh my god I just came here to perform I had no idea they had underage drinking oh my god you know Mm -hmm. just really milking it and being like oh and she didn't search me thank fucking god because I would have been I mean she might have just seen a receipt and not noticed but I was like I sw- I was just so paranoid that I was gonna get fucking caught with meth and that my mom was gonna fucking kill me <laughs> oh my god well they did like the special way of like folding it's like anything that like with the paper bindles as we yeah the little bindles there's very specific ways to fold it so if it was like in a bindle because a lot of times I know like there was dudes that we used to get weed from that would just put the weed in tin foil and then just roll it up in a ball. Yeah. <laughs> so so we yep. would get, and it would just be enough for like a blunt, which is great. <laughs> it was like ten bucks yeah. a ball, and then um, yeah, the same. So um, okay. Uh, what else did I want to ask you? Oh, okay. So <laughs> since you um, since um, you do um, you've been a suicide girl for for a while i take it right you've been yeah for a very long time i mean you have the email yeah. <laughs> like you have a suicide girl. oh yeah now i well now now i have uh i've come up on in the ranks of suicide girls i i only got the email uh in 2019 but i started i became a suicide girl in 2013 mm-hmm. um and to answer your earlier question mm-hmm. i was a dancer with them for a while i did okay. their burlesque tour mm-hmm. um but I'm not like a real dancer. Like some of the girls are like professional dancers. Yeah. I'm just like a person who can kind of dance. <laughs> <laughs> it's mostly about the tits anyway. But yeah. Um, yeah, so anyway, I started doing comedy after I toured with them as a dancer. And then they ended up like, I ended up opening for them a couple of times. And then uh, I hosted the show doing my comedy too. And then the owner kind of roped me into doing merch and was like, oh, you could do your comedy too. So I did like merch and comedy for a couple of tours. And then, <laughs> and then I ended up uh, t- like slowly people just kept fucking up their jobs. So I kept taking people's jobs. So I like went from merch girl to uh, assistant tour manager. And now I was actually supposed to do my first full tour. As I tour managed for like a week on the last tour of mm-hmm. fall 2019. And then April 2020, I was supposed to do a full Canada tour as the tour manager. And I was then at that point opening with a half hour, which is awesome. I was like, yeah, yeah I'll freaking tour manage if I get to do my half hour. Um, 
and then obviously the whole world shut down and that was canceled so anyway that's what that's when I ended up getting the email though is once I started doing all doing all of the all of that stuff then you got the email um but also like having an OnlyFans and stuff like that and then just being and just like being a woman like online and doing like well I mean it's still considered sex work you know what I mean but it's Mm -hmm. not like um it's not like my, t- you know what I mean? It's like lower level. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, but like I'm entry- up here and you're down here. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, well, like, like you may like be doing masturbation stuff, but like, you're not, I don't know if like you do it with other people or whatever, but I mean, just, it doesn't matter. What I'm trying to get to is that it doesn't necessarily yeah. matter if you are taking dick or if you're not, you're still seen as a woman online naked. I am. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Then yeah, yeah, yeah. So it like yeah. So it doesn't matter necessarily. But do you find? Um, how do you feel about the stigma of people always thinking that people in our line of work are always on drugs? Like, do you have wow. like? Yeah. <laughs> do you have like? Do you have? Um, have you ever had like? Because I know that I've definitely had people would be like, "Oh, you're mentally unwell," or "Um, you're just on drugs." And like when I was in porn, like I made sure I stayed off of drugs because mm-hmm. I didn't want to be that stereotypical porn right. child in LA, fucked up on cocaine and stuff like that. So, how do you feel? Right. Like, have you ever been confronted with something like that? You know. I actually don't think so. Surprisingly, I mean, people say terrible things to me, but, yeah. <laughs> but I'm like, I've also been pretty open about <laughs> people say terrible, terrible things to me, but I, uh, I've been pretty open about my drug use, you know, I, you know, mm-hmm. I tweet about cocaine and stuff, yeah. but, um, yeah, no, I haven't, I haven't really experienced that too much, but it's, if I have, it's just from the typical you know, woman hating man who I'm gonna probably try to forget what he said to me after he says to me yeah. kind of stuff anyway. So I I feel like it's been mostly um you know wrapped up in other insults. So I haven't really thought about that too much. But yeah. I mean it's just it's like at this point, and I'm sure you can relate to this, knowing so many other people who work in this industry and knowing all the different types of people that you know in the industry, mm-hmm. different types of personality, people who are such such responsible adults, you know what yeah. I mean? Like I just know so many <laughs> girls who are like very responsible, have their lives together, business-oriented people who mm-hmm. do this kind of work. So it's just laughable to me to think that anybody could still think that we're all drug addicts and whatever, yeah. you know what I mean? Well, yeah, but it's still <laughs> like I know it's still a thing. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, it's still um, it's still a thing, especially with um, what had just happened with um, with all of those um, massage parlors getting shot up, right? And, and stuff. And like now, that. I'm sorry, the lag. <laughs> I keep talking over you. Uh, yeah, our, I have actually haven't been on social media as much lately, but. I know that people were upset because people are making jokes, basically acting like these people's lives don't matter because they work at a massage parlor and maybe give happy endings or do sex work of some sort. Right. Mm -hmm. Is that the general? Well, well, first, well, it's um, definitely like it's a racist thing because it was a white dude and he's trying to claim that it was um, sex addiction that that and uh, (laughs) like I even tweeted, I'm like, of course, a dude is going to go and kill eight people if he doesn't get a happy ending. That's what men do. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. How many times has that happened? Yeah, that's how men that operate. Like, over and over again. Oh, my God. It makes me so angry. Yeah, we've been we've been talking about that for oh a while, God. but it also has something to do with the fact that 
you know, that these were um, Asian women as well. And then because there's all this hate, you know, against the Asian communities right now because of fucking COVID and fucking what's whatever is fucking. Oh, it makes me so mad. You know, and the Chinese virus and blah, blah, blah. And and stuff that like that stuff does affect. and, And obviously, so like it's a multitude of things. And it's um, and some people are like, oh, it had nothing to do with sex work. They were just massage um, parlors or massage therapists. And it's just like a lot of people are like, well, no, we've been to those places, (laughs) you know, so it's like, yeah, because not every one of those places is a fucking happy ending place. Like it's that's also a stereotype to just automatically assume that every fucking right massage parlor with asian women is a happy happy ending type place like that's just beyond ignorant and maybe those are the places that he went to that they wouldn't give him a happy ending so that's why there you go there you go they shot him and they weren't actually sex workers so all sex workers are getting their feathers all fluffed for (laughs) maybe no reason but um, I mean, it's just a shitty thing, but it is like, then, you know, we just get all these stereotypes again with like, oh, you know, um, you know, how people think that, that we need help and not like more resources right? that we're not, right. we don't have the cognitive ability to be like, we need help. We're just sucking dick because we don't know what else to do. <laughs> like, oh my God. It's like, I'm sucking dick because I actually make a lot of money from doing, you know what I mean? So, um, exactly. But- like, most, I feel like it's like I've worked so many jobs. I've had so many different jobs. I've had things that could be a career. You know, I was like mm-hmm. a really good hairdresser. I didn't want to be a hairdresser. And people are like, why don't you do hair? Like, oh, you've, you've stooped to, uh, you know, getting naked on the internet. I'm like, because to make the money I'm making now doing hair, I would have to work like 12 hour days, which I was doing at one point, mm-hmm. you know, tw- yeah. I mean, I, I still only worked four days a week, but I was going to school then too. But anyway, mm-hmm. the point is I work so like, I can work so much smarter now. Like it's like mm-hmm. you, the people think because I'm stupid or the people think I'm stupid because I do this work. I'm like, no, I do this work because I'm smart. And I'd rather, you know, chill and get naked in my bedroom than and enjoy to, like, go yeah. somewhere else. Yeah. And actually like, <laughs> like live uh, a life and not have to like, just revolve around work and repeating exactly. and paying bills. It's like, no, I can actually go and enjoy more things because of this one thing <laughs> like so you're, you're sitting That's there like so in your back or your fingers are bleeding you're hurting your part of your body that way I'm like I get to have orgasms and then they're like uh what's it called you know oh you're selling your body that's like the dumbest thing to me because it's like literally everyone is selling, selling their body, their body. Even if you're selling your mind, you know, say you're like a smart person who does some sort of data or whatever the hell you do, mm-hmm. you're still sitting there with your body and sitting for eight hours is way worse for your body than masturbating. <laughs> mm-hmm. Masturbation is definitely more beneficial <laughs> mentally and physically. It's the literal science, <laughs> the scientists who know that. And it's great because there's certain <laughs> people who like to do those types of jobs. And that's awesome because we need those types of people, but then we also need us types exactly <laughs> to do that exactly. kind of thing we we make the world a better place you we know? really really <laughs> do just like drugs do um as long as done responsibly um <laughs> it is um i always yes. say that people have prescription drugs that they definitely overuse but they feel that it's okay because mm. they're prescription you know so um exactly 
that double standard kind of thing definitely needs to um, needs to go away. Because when I started comedy, I've noticed that like a lot more comedians were definitely, you know, getting more fucked up and doing more drugs. Like that's how I started doing cocaine in fucking New York was hanging out with a bunch of fucking comics. I'm like, oh my God. Oh yeah, me too. I was like, not, oh, you not like originally. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. like I... I went through the, like you said, I, when I turned 21, I was like, it's like, I got fucked up from like, you know, eight, 17 to 21. Mm -hmm. And then I was kind of like, oh, getting in a healthy mode and like yeah. working out and not drinking as much, not doing as many drugs. Then I moved to LA and then mm -hmm. slowly drinking more, partying more. Then I started mm -hmm. doing comedy and then I was like, okay, now I'm doing cocaine every night. <laughs> After years. Yeah. A really, really yeah. long time. And, but people always look at comedians, you know, some people look at, you know, you look at like George Carlin or something like that, or like a, a Lewis Black, people are like, oh, they're speaking the truth. There's not even just calm. You know what I mean? They, they see them as like almost like prophets or preachers or something like yeah, that. Yeah. And it's like, no, he's just on a lot of cocaine. And like, like he's just on a lot of cocaine while the sex worker is like you're a dirty whore and you're the fucking dirty drug at you know what i mean it's just so funny how it's like we're actually they're not all that bad um we're actually yeah. quite normal <laughs> very Absolutely. very normal when it comes with that stuff okay so what um what is one of the, well you said cocaine was one of your favorite drugs what is your least favorite drug do you have one? i guess uh, <laughs> <laughs> i'm like I guess heroin because I just didn't like it. And I also had a lot of friends who died from that. I had friends who died from, you know, most of the time it's, it's a mixture, mm -hmm. you know, uh, like the first friend who I had who died from drugs. It was like, I think she took like Xanax and Roxy's at the same time. Oh, wow. But yeah, heroin. I just knew a lot of people who ruined their lives from heroin and just um, in and out of rehab situations, a lot of dead people. Long, Long Island is just, you know, I'm from Long Island. It's yeah. super, it comes, it comes out when I say Long Island. Long, Long Island. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, super saturated with, with, uh, it starts with prescription drugs, like you mm -hmm. said, and there, it's just so crazy that there's a, stigma where people think like smoke you know I remember my ex-boyfriend's not not the drug addict one different ex-boyfriend's mm -hmm. mom was like super against weed mm -hmm. but all about prescription drugs you know she yeah. was like oh here take this take this ambient to go to sleep <laughs> instead of but, smoking um, a joint yeah my stepdad exactly. is kind of like that too he prefers alcohol over weed and like prescription drugs yeah. are fine because the doctor gave them to what yeah, exactly. When they don't realize, first of all, the, the doctors are getting wined and dined to, yeah, uh, to prescribe you those drugs. Um, oh, fuck. You just reminded me of something and then I lost it. Oh, people who people who drink, who dr judge you for smoking weed. What is up with that? It's just because yeah. alcohol is more like alcohol because is normalized when it's so much more fucked up. It's way worse. Yeah. It's like it fucks up your body a lot worse. Like, like people aren't going to rehab for smoking too much weed. Like, is there exactly. such a thing? Like, I don't know. I, I think that if you, if you do, you are the joke of the rehab. Right. What are you in for? I smoke too much pot. Bitch, get the fuck out. What the fuck <laughs> is the matter with you? Smoking too, there is no <laughs> such thing as smoking too much weed. Fucking. <laughs> yeah. It's actually, I fucking, I said, uh, I did this article when I worked at a weed shop for LA Weekly. They were like interviewing um, 
what's it called bud tenders and i i made a joke i was like just joking i was like oh yeah dabs are like the crack of weed because i mean they kind of that's i've literally have been saying that ever since i got my first dab kit i was like this feels a lot like smoking crack and but um, also you get so fucked up too yeah and anyway, I got in so much trouble at my weed shop because people started calling and being Poor like, crack. this is my medicine. Oh. Yeah. No, 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 not for crack. That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> no, they were calling being like, offended that I called dabs the crack of weed because I was like yeah I, I was basically like well you know it's better than being on heroin but I feel like sometimes when I take dabs I feel like I'm on heroin I'm just like freaking yeah it's the stonest I've ever been <laughs> yeah five yeah. hours of just that perpetual like the first time you got fucking stoned and for five hours and I'm like this is nodding out yeah it's just real hungry I always get real like whenever I get like obnoxiously stoned and it's normally if I do edibles like if I eat edibles then me too oh my god I'm like just have food in the refrigerator okay yeah I can't (laughs) stop eating I cannot stop eating when I do edibles that's why I cannot do edibles because I'm just like in I wake up in my bed with snacks and crumbs everywhere. Yeah, just ridiculous. Like I wake up <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck did I do? Cause I have like, I have bags of candy, like little mini, like um, Snickers bars, you know, candy bars and stuff yes. like that. I have cookies, I have fucking ice. Yeah, cause I'm a fucking fat kid trapped in this fucking amazing body. I just eat fucking <laughs> junk <Lucky>. food. <laughs> I just eat That's junk awesome. food, but yeah, but it's not good for me I'm like oh this is like I definitely feel that like the amount of sugar well, that do, I do you also eat vegetables like I feel like a yeah. good balance is fine yeah no a good I balance do, is fine I do eat vegetables and like I take well not too many supplements but yeah no I eat healthy but at the same time like I also especially if I'm up later at, at night I notice that I well that's when I snack more me it's too like, like right after like 1 a.m and I'm like okay one more bowl and I'm gonna finish working on this and then all of a sudden I'm like what do I got in the refrigerator like- yeah <laughs> wait do you do you ever when you do edibles just like just wake up in the middle of the night and eat because I'll like pass out yes. wake up and then eat a full meal half asleep that's edibles for me I have woken up like there was a couple of times like I was just like oh because I normally don't eat in bed like I don't have a tv like I never even growing up most of the time I never liked having a tv in my room um I don't eat in my room it's just this weird thing but there's a couple of times I would um and plus like I have a fucking studio apartment so like my living room is my bedroom you know <laughs> it's kind of <laughs> so where do you eat <laughs> you're like I don't eat in my house I'm and just <laughs> I eat on the roof but no um like I had I just got some chips and like some fucking like string cheese and I'm like eating in bed is actually really nice like I, that's how oh, high I was I was like why haven't I ever thought of this before I'm like this is the greatest I'm like I don't have to get up I could just put the chips, like the packages down here and pick them up in the morning. But then when I woke up in the morning, I saw I'm like, that's disgusting. Disgusting with yourself. Yeah, I do that. I did that last night. I like, but actually last night I ate a vegetable platter before bed. So I was like, yeah, at least it was all vegetables. But I, yeah, uh, I could fucking get down on a vegetable, pot, especially with like ranch or like oh, so um, dill dip. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. I made I made my own mini platter. I was very proud. I was like, wow, I'm snacking on vegetables at night. This is crazy. <laughs> but yeah, normally. 
no, you go ahead. <laughs> I was going to say, sometimes your body just knows what it needs. And yeah. like, like I'll crave like carrots or something. I'd be like, I really want a carrot or something with very randomly (laughs) yeah yeah I'd be like I like beets I'd be like oh I need iron yeah there's certain times but that's like it's like intuitive eating but Mm -hmm. we're like so programmed like we're so programmed by diet culture to like go on diets and stuff I you have an amazing body so maybe I don't know if you've ever been a dieter have you when I was younger, um, in my twenties and stuff, but when I, when I was in Wisconsin, I was, um, like, I guess I was like 160. The most I ever weighed was 184. So like I've been, but I'm 5'11 too. So like, I was like a size. Oh, wow. Yeah. So like, it didn't really, I'm matter. around there right now. Yeah. Yeah. Not... I, um, I'm sorry. Go on. Oh no. I was going <laughs> to say how tall are you? Cause like height and stuff. I'm 5'8". I'm 5'8". So I'm so, yeah, a little you're above average but, for women. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm tall for, for women. Um, no, but I, yeah, I don't know. I have, uh, I, I'm not going to go into a crazy diet culture rant, but I have yeah. recently le- learned a lot about diet culture and how fucked up it is and how much it fucks us up when like we're born, you know, like we'll eat, we'll eat all different types of things. And sometimes you want vegetables, sometimes you want sugar, you know, but mm-hmm. like you are able to stop then because you don't think, Oh, I need to stop eating this tomorrow. But a lot of mm-hmm. times when you're, when you're in that diet mind frame, you're like, okay, I'm being bad this one time, but I'm going to be so good in the future, but mm-hmm. you don't actually have that self-control. So then you just go through this binge and restrict cycle that fucks you up. So yeah. And you um, end up not losing weight. Most of the time, like you end up gaining weight. Uh, and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, 90, I think the the actual statistics that nobody seems to like pay attention to and even people will acknowledge it but they still will like think it's on them and that's why they're so fat. Um <laughs> but the statistics are that 98% of people are going to gain more weight back than they originally had anytime they go on a diet because mm-hmm. all these studies like all these supplements and all these, you know, foods and whatever, they'll be like, "Oh, you know, they lost uh hundred pounds on hydroxy cut or whatever. They only study them for like six months to a year when really within five years, everyone. (laughs) Oh yeah. Me too. In high school, in high school, that's how fucked up we are. They let you buy hydroxy cut when you're a teenager. That's so skinny. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I was skinny before that. Like I thought I was fat. You know what I mean? Now I'm, yeah, I am fat. (laughs) Now you're like, no, I'm a little bigger. Yeah, hydroxycut. Like, um, I try to appreciate that. Ugh. No, it's bad. And yeah, my friend did. My friend did an ad for them, and they did make. You know, she did take the hydroxycut for like six months or something. But mm-hmm. they also made her follow a very strict diet, strict diet and a very yeah. and a very strict workout plan. So it's like, and then you know they say, oh, results from hydroxycut. But it's like obviously it was the diet and exercise that made her lose the weight, not the hydroxycut. Maybe yeah, it helped, but I don't. Well, I mean that stuff always it was just kind of like caffeine. You know what I mean? It just gave yeah. you more energy. Yeah, it just felt like more caffeine pills than anything else. I never, um, exactly. I never lost weight. I always said that the best diet ever is stress and cigarettes. That's, um, <laughs> that's how I've stayed so skinny for most of my life. <laughs> but yeah, um, I lost uh, most of my weight. Um, when I quit drinking, um, heavily, I lost, See, like, that has I never lost, worked for me. I, get, I lost I like get 30 pounds. 
<laughs> I stop drinking and I gain weight because I just eat sugar instead of getting drunk. Like now I just get high and eat a lot instead of getting drunk and doing cocaine. So I don't know what's better. <laughs> it's like I'm going one way or the one other. One way or the way, other. Things yeah. are good. <laughs> That's super fun. All right. It has been so much fun to have you on and to chat with you yeah. about drugs. Um, <laughs> where can people find you? Do you have anything to promote? Let the people know. Thank you for having me. Um, at Lindsay Jennings with a Z on all the socials. That's Lindsay with an E. So L-I-N-D-S-E-Y-J-E-N-N-I-N-G-Z um, and OnlyFans.com slash Lindsay Jennings spelled the same way. Get my OnlyFans. I just bought a car, so I need money. <laughs> <laughs> I want a car so bad. Much- I want a car. Yeah, but you live in the city, right? Yeah, I don't give a fuck. I was going to get a car last year, but then a bitch got cancer. So now I have to wait. Oh, my God. Get a fucking car. It still started with the C, though. I definitely got something with the C. It's just not what I fucking wanted. <laughs> <laughs> and so that money like went to cancer or you weren't able oh no I have insur- how no to- no i have insurance or, or whatever but yeah like there's still some things that i had to pay for i also still need to talk to the insurance company because they're still like it still has like the thirty thousand dollars they're like oh your doctor wasn't covered under the insurance i'm like yeah the doctor actually was um oh i just God. haven't yet because it's medical stuff and i'm like I'm like a child when it comes to this stuff. I'm like, fuck them. Me I too. I'm like, I shouldn't have to pay medical fucking nothing. You know what I mean? Dude, it makes me so fucking angry. Oh I'm my like $30,000. I'm like, suck all of my dicks. It's not happening. Yeah, but it just, it's just like people don't get paid enough money to have to pay so much. It's like if everybody was rich and everybody was the CEO, but like, I'm not, I'm not going to get started. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> Let me not get started on the whole uh, uh, problem and and the issues with healthcare and our judicial system, but it's also fucked up. Anyway, I love you. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, I will. um, Glad you don't have cancer anymore. Me too. (laughs) You'll get a car. I will. Oh yeah, no, I'm still getting a fucking car. Fuck that. All right, you guys. You this has been how to do drugs uh, with Aaliyah Janine. You can find us on social media. How to do drugs. How to do drugs pod on Instagram and uh, check out the Patreon. How to do drugs pod. All right. Thanks, guys. Bye.